the Bengals are coming off a big time win against the Chiefs. We'll talk about what the Browns need to do in order to to win this football game. Some of the old stuff, a little bit of couple wrinkles, but this time Deshaun Watson is in the mix. We'll also talk about some new faces. We got a couple guys to announce that are on our IR. We brought some couple guys in uh, to help us out on defense. We'll ex- it will definitely tell you exactly who those guys are, and then keys to victory. Uh, the the uh, the Bengals and the Browns are going at it for the second time this year. The Browns have been able to do some things to get the Bengals off their spot, but Joe Burrow and and the uh, and, and the Bengals are actually a hot team coming in. We'll break that down. Tell you what the Browns need to do offensively, defensively, special teams, as always, on a Friday edition of the Locked On Brown podcast. You are locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things to all count. LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast. Cast Network, if things look a little different, they are. I told you earlier in the week, you know, some tinkering, some changes coming. Uh, and they have. Uh, so back here, video-wise, you know, G. Bush, uh, you know, was you know, out for a tiny bit this week. Some things going on. You know, life always kind of gets in the way. Um, so obviously, so, you know, but, but we're back here. We're ready. Cincinnati Bengal week. Uh, appreciate you all for making Lockdown Browns your first listen, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform. Of course, YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Uh, you have the notifications on. So when the content drops, you are ready to digest it. And of course, uh, Roku app, if you have it, go ahead, check out, search Lockdown Cleveland Sports. You will find G. Bush and myself here, Lockdown Browns. You can hear all about the Josh Bell signing in uh, with Lockdown Guardians, the Cavaliers. You can hear all about the big win over LeBron the other night. And of course, you can find the crazy crew that is the ultimate Cleveland sports show. Your hosts at G Bush 91, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, first thing we get basically just, you know, almost like the minutes, you know, like you had a little work, like what are the minutes, you know, for the, the work meeting, the minutes. Um, so lots gone on here over the last few days. Congratulations to Donovan Peoples Jones, uh, voted special teams player of the week uh, to Tony Fields. You got robbed. I don't care. I do not care. Tony Fields, you got robbed. Pass deflection, forced fumble, fumble recovery, interception for a touchdown. That is worthy of a defensive player of the week. Brown signed Reggie Wrangland to the linebacker room. Of course, Siona Taki Taki, tough for him on IR. Um, free agent at the end of the year. You hate to see this to any guy. Reggie Wrangland comes in. Reggie Wrangland's a body. Years ago, he was a second-round pick. A lot of people had high aspirations for him. Um, at this point, it's going to be Deion Jones. They're going to give Jordan Kumazik some looks, which I'm kind of excited about. You know, guy fights like you know fights as hard as he can on special teams. He's gotten some reps at the linebacker position. You got five games to go here. Um, of course, a lot, a lot riding on this week. I mean, basically, it's it, it's it went out or it's over. So we'll see. You know exactly the way it works there. Um, the Browns yesterday uh, off of waivers uh, picked up wide receiver Jalen Darden, uh, tiny tiny dude, sub five foot eight. Jalen Darden, uh, 20, 20, same draft class as Anthony Schwartz, um, returnability, um, used a lot in, you know, like the kitschy stuff, jet sweeps, jet motion. He's a good return guy. One thing that appeals to me is, um, yeah, everybody knows former receiver in me, you know, things that help you as a wide receiver. It's just your ability to change direction. 6.673 cone drill for Jalen Darden. That's about as good as it gets. Um, so he brings something here. 
Um, obviously, I don't know what he can bring you this week, but maybe to get some reps here. Uh, Anthony Schwartz sadly goes to injured reserve. Um, you know, whoever wants to get the jokes off, whatever. I mean, look, the kid has suffered his second series concussion two years in a row. It's not a joke about. Um, and when you get a concussion and they put you on IR, you know, like days into it, I mean, that kind of tells you maybe the spot that Anthony's in. Uh, so, you know, number 10, hang in there. You know, hope the best. Um, does this mean maybe there's going to be some changing at the return? I don't know. Donald Peoples-Jones looks pretty good. Jerome Ford, you know, he's looked pretty good as a kick returner. So I don't know if Jalen Darden's just walking in here to an opportunity or this is the guy Browns maybe had their eyes on and he became available. So they jumped at the opportunity. Uh, but, gee, uh, and, of course, for everybody, David Njoku will be back this week. So a lot going on here, a lot of fluctuation. Yeah, there's a lot of places. First of all, uh, shout out to, uh, you know, shout out to Anthony Schwartz. You know, you got you got a situation where um, he's on IR due, due to concussions. And um, as always, you, you don't want to see anybody hurt, anybody concussed, anybody have any issues like that. So shout out to him. He's had a rough couple of years. Um, and and our, my hat and, you know, goes off to him and hopefully he can come back next year, um, you know, uh, healthy and ready to go with a, a full season under his belt to kind of prove himself. Um, with the other guys, Reg, Reggie Wag, Ragland, you know, so, so it's, it's so tough, Jeff, because, you know, these, these uh, Alabama linebackers, uh, they have not shown uh, the same prowess that they've, they've, they've shown in college. I, I can think of Courtney Upshaw. I can think of Reggie Ragland. I could think of it was who's the young linebacker that was in at Oakland. Um, he was he was a high value pick in Oakland. Uh, even some of the D Milner, even some of their secondary guys have not Drake Kirkpatrick have not turned out to be great pros. I'm not sure whether or not that Saban is already running those schemes that are a little more in depth and getting people in college that don't understand how to attack that. Or is he just having a, uh, the, mo the most talent on one side of the football and, you know, teams can't really just compete with it. So um, that that's always a little question mark for me. Um, but when you look at it, he's going to come in. He's going to be just a regular guy. He's not going to be any anything, um, you know, a, a body at this point. Deion Jones, we got it in trade. Um, and, and moving forward, uh, that's going to be an area of concern for the Browns. Um, you're already You're already weak up the middle with your defensive tackle play. Uh, and, and then you mentioned you got guys that are, are not really uh, guys that um, are really uh, run-stopping guys in the middle. Think about the way they've been hit. Uh, Anthony Walker, season. Uh, uh, Phillips, season. Taki Taki, season. That was your starting linebackers all of them. Gone. Finito, done already. Uh, JOK has missed a lot of time. Uh, Deion Jones has just got here, and now you get a guy like Reggie Ragland. Um, so it's going to be imperative. And if the Bengals were smart, which they didn't do the first game, they should have the patience to test this Browns running defense. But when you know how it is, Jeff, when you got Burrow and Chase and, 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 and all these other guys, they're going to be tempted to throw the ball. And to me, that just goes into the Browns' hands. That they should not be sitting back here throwing the ball 50 times a game, given the way the Browns are looking up front in, in the injuries at the linebacker position. Uh, for Cincinnati, they've done a good job running the ball the last couple of weeks. Joe Mixon was out himself with a concussion. Samjay Perrine has been fantastic for them. He's played really, really well for them. Um, and as a dual threat, was able to fill in admirably here. This Bengals team, are going to get a little bit more into it here in the second segment. Currently riding a four-game winning streak. Um, and we're going to talk about you know that offensive side of the ball, that passing game. And the thing that's tricky and kind of crazy here um, is with the Ravens situation now with Lamar Jackson missing time. Granted, the Ravens were able to pull that one out Sunday. 
Um, but with Lamar Jackson missing some time, maybe the window opens up a little bit bigger here for Cincinnati. If they can get this win, you know, they can maybe find their path, you know, towards the AFC North title because you got to keep in mind, there's a lot of factors with Lamar. You know, basically, Lamar is looking at being franchise tag next year. Lamar Jackson wants his money. Lamar Jackson deserves his money. Um, so you're going to tell me you're going to go out there, you know, with ligament in your knee, not 100%. You're going to go out there. I, you know, I wouldn't do it. I, I have nightmares of RG three years ago for the Washington, then Redskins going out there a little hobbled. How'd that work out for RG three? Didn't work out really well at all. So you definitely have some, you know, cause and concern there. We are going to switch it up here, though. Um, obviously, a bunch of new faces here in the building here over the last couple of days. Um, Reggie Ranglin's a veteran. If anything, maybe this might be somebody who's worth guessing. Pick the brain. You know, if Tony Fields can pick his brain a little bit. You know, JOK can pick his brain a little bit. Um, and the first video we saw of him yesterday, I saw that number 19. I saw Reggie Ranglin. And I said, yeah, he was on the Vegas practice squad. And he was hitting every buffet in town. Because Reggie Ranglin, compared to our normal linebackers, look, I keep auditioning to maybe go to the end, the tackle. I'm not going to that linebacker room. We're going to get to segment two here. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest Locked on Browns. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the United States, the UK, Canada, and even now in Australia. Book a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or a luxury car for a special event, birthday or holiday. Find affordable, affordable economy cars if you are on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits your everyday life. Many Touro hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive today at Touro.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. We got a little couple little bells and whistles here. We're trying to get it together for y'all. We got a little something, do a little, little, uh, you know, reinventing ourselves, so to speak. A little decorations here or there. Um, but it, you know, the basis. He's over there. I love it. Is all his new D to D. Oh man, I got all kind. I got all kind of stuff over here. You didn't even know it yet, man. Wait till you see this, man. Uh, man. But the, but the, the the current things the theme stands the same. Make sure you you subscribe. Make sure you uh you 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 subscribe and also you download our podcast and make us the first listen of each and every day. We want to thank you guys for doing that. Um, you can follow me at gbush91. Follow Jeff at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd as well. Uh, you know another another game we got coming up that is a must win. Uh, the Browns have done some things and and they've been really uh they've been really exciting. I wouldn't say exciting, but they've been really solid the last two weeks. Anytime that you can come in and get you a win uh, against a, a team like the the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then come in, uh, and we know te the Texans were horrible. We know they were trash, but at the end of the day, we're going to take that win. You know why? Because it's a must-win situation. Uh, these are all things that we, got, we have to finish off and do it. But, Jeff, I will say one thing. The Bengals are coming in hot. Um, the Browns. Uh, they've been, um, they've won two in a row, but the Bengals, it just seems like we have the Bengals number, but the Bengals now have the Kansas City Chiefs number. And we were never able to be successful against the Chiefs. It, it seems like it's a matchup thing. Uh, but when you look at Burrow's stats, you know, he's in the top three since going 0-2. Since going 0-2 in the first three games, he's in pretty much every top five uh, category in terms of percentage, uh, completion percentage, in terms of passing yards, in terms of touchdowns, 
He's really turned this thing around. Jamar Chase came back from injury last week, 90 receiving yards against the Chiefs. Uh, you know, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, uh, they should have uh, Joe Mixon back. But I'll tell you what, Samaji P. Ryan has been running the ball very hard. Those Oklahoma backs in the backfield, P. Ryan is running like, you know, like his name is uh, is Kareem Hunt. He's been running the ball. Not one person can take him down. And so you look at it, the Bengals are quietly, slowly but surely, I guess, getting good, getting hot at the right time. And uh, Jeff, your thoughts on on what the Bengals in the book present for the Cleveland Browns and the issues or problems they present. Well, you look at this passing game and when you put together you know the group that they did joe burrow at the quarterback position t higgins at the wide receiver position um jamar chase obviously the wide receiver position and the holdover who was here before any of this even went down in tyler boyd you know a young guy who was growing up playing next to aj green found his role he's a killer over the middle then you add burrow then you add higgins then you add jamar chase um, you know, for me, I was always a doubter of, you know, did you put enough in place to make sure your investment at Joe Burrow at the number one overall selection is there? And to be fair, the Browns off the Brown, uh, the Bengals offensive line has been better recently. They have been better um, and they're able to run the ball better to kind of offset it here. But this is all about the arm of Joe Burrow. There's no question about it. Um, MVP candidate, rightfully so. He will be for many, many years to come for this franchise. Um, Chase is his big play weapon. Higgins is kind of his, you know, crucial weapon. Last week, I think it was third and 14, you know, hit him on a little skinny post. Higgins got himself behind the safety. And I'm sorry, behind the linebacker in front of the safety. Burrow drops a dime in the spot. You know, clinches the ball game. Bengals win against the Chiefs. And you know, for a lot of people, you know, you've heard a lot of this week, oh, the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three straight. Gerald Burrow hasn't beaten the Browns yet. Look, sometimes these things don't mean what y'all want them to mean. You know what I'm saying? It's just an odd coincidence. And we'll get to this a little bit in the third segment here of you know why the, Bre the Browns seem to be successful week in, week out. But, you know, it, it, it goes through Joe. It, uh, it just absolutely goes through Joe Burrow. Um, you just have all the talent around him. Jamar Chase came back as G, as he said, 90 yards back in his first game, yeah, first action. So you know he's good to go. Um, the Browns, though, it's beneficial for them. Look, that cornerback room this year at times has been a revolving door. A lot of guys have missed this time. So this way, you're you're Joe Woods. You get to play this the way you want to play it. Uh Denzel Ward, Jamar Chase. I don't think anybody wants to see those guys on anybody. They want to see those two all day long on each other. You know, Jamar Chase has a ton of respect for Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward the same way around. Doesn't mean they don't want to go out there and beat each other's brains in. No. Uh, Martin Emerson, he looks to be the guy that you said, all right, well, T. Higgins is going to be your guy. You know, he's a bigger receiver, a longer receiver. Greg Newsom, you were grooming to be your nickel corner. And this is going to be a tough matchup for Greg Newsom because you got a guy who excels in the slot. And Tyler Boyd, this is what Tyler Boyd has done his entire career. He's just a money player there. Um, so this, it's going to be fun from that respect of the fact that it, th there's going to be a lot of guys out there that are quality players. You know, somebody's going to get somebody, then somebody's going to get God. It's just the way it's going to work with, you know, with a matchup like this, uh, you know, for the Browns, we're going to get to this year. The question is going to be how long can they hold the ball? Because the reason the Bengals have been successful as they were last year and going right down that trail again this year with four straight wins. Last loss was the Monday night game to the Browns. But the key to it all, you know, for them is, is they get hot, they get confident, they keep going. And Joe Burrow, for as talented as he is with the ball in his hands and throwing the ball, 
He's just as smart. Uh, he's had an interception to the last couple of games. They're, they're tip balls. It wasn't on him. You know, players made plays or his guys dropped them. Joe Burrow is legit, legit guy. And we'll see the way it all plays out on Sunday when the Browns do travel down to Cincy for this one. But, Chief, this is a matchup. I know you like your trench play. I know you like your trench play. But but for me, I mean, you want to talk just athletes on athletes as far as wide receivers versus cover guys. This has got the makeup to be a very, very special day. Yeah, it, listen, it, it's time to put up or shut up. I remember a couple years ago, um, not even a couple years ago, last year, you know, there was a big talk about Newsom. Uh, as well as Denzel Ward talking about how they were able to bounce, were able to shut those guys down. Uh, Newsom being a rookie had a lot of like two or three pass def- deflections on Jamar Chase. And when Jamar Chase was playing, he came, he was coming in at all time high. The guy was out there playing at a, a at a, a, at a, a prolific level that we haven't seen in a while, especially from a rookie. And the Browns were able to come in. Denzel Ward had to pick six, and they moved down the field really effectively that first drive. But Denzel Ward, that pick six, I think, changed the complexion of that entire game. And you saw a big run by Nick Chubb, a big long run by him running through the secondary of the Bengals. This one right here has all the makings of a great uh, passing, throwing type game. And that's what the Bengals are going to do. Uh, the Bengals are going to come out here. They think they feel like they got the best three receivers in passing game in the league with uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase. They feel like Joe Mixon can catch the ball out of the backfield, and they th- they think Joe Burrow is 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 second to none out of anybody in the league. So this is going to be a really great one. Um, secondary versus receiver is going to be really on the, on the screen, and it's going to be a big time matchup when, in a game that the Browns have to have if they want to keep their slim playoff to- hopes alive. It, it comes down to this. And, and look, the Browns are going to go hard for the last four games after this one, regardless. You have a quarterback, you have to get primed and ready for 2023. Uh, so that you know that's not going to be the thing. But the thing is, is what's going to be left to play for? Are you going to be playing for something? So, you know, we do have to see the way this unfolds. This is a big one. Um, we're going to talk a little bit here. We're going to go to our final segment here. Um, Deshaun Watson, uh, 2020, he did face the Bengals. We'll get a tad bit into that. And we'll get into the simple reason of why this Browns team has won four straight games against Joe Burrow. It ain't rocket science. It's, it ain't it, it ain't like over crazy coaching. It, it's nobody's got a scheme. It, it, these these four wins that the Browns have over Joe Burrow to this point, it's been mano a mano. It's kind of how it's done. So we're gonna get into that as we carry on through here. Uh, Locked on Browns, G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd, appreciate you all for joining us here. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd, uh, we look at we looking to have a big game this week. And the only place to watch the post game show is the two minute warning. We will be on at the two minute warning live, so you'll get all our instant commentary, all our instant comments. You'll be able to get your comments shown. We'll be able to, you know, get your, you know, talk a little bit as the game is going on and recap the game. Only thing in the game moving like that at the two minute. 
uh, you, you know, two-minute warning. We've, we saw some great games uh, to come back against the Buccaneers. We've seen some crazy things happen, like to come back from the Jets, which we might rue today. We, we even did that thing. So there's, you, you get to see the raw emotion up live, close to personal, and we do that with you guys with a two-minute warning. Make sure you go to get that. You can use the Locked On Browns. You can, you can uh, download and subscribe uh, to the Locked On Browns podcast, and then guess what? You'll automatically get it. A notification said, hey, the guys are on, and we're doing the two-minute warning. Uh, you can also uh, definitely do that with Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, you can subscribe to that, download that as well, follow on Twitter, and you will get that notification uh, as well. Uh, Jeff, we, we talked about a lot of different things so far. We've, we've gotten to uh, some of the new faces. Uh, some of the guys is going to be an IR like Anthony Schwartz. We talk about what the, what the Bengals have done that, that'll really make them coming into this game one of the hottest teams and what kind of things the Browns defense and the Browns in general have to look for. But now let's get into um, what the Browns have been able to do. Um, the Browns have been really solid against the Bengals, and it seems like they've ha- had their number. Um, they've been able to do some really good things. I, I think we mentioned earlier that the Denzel Ward pick six. I think that changed the game. And I think even when you look at that last game, you see how well you can play if you get some defensive play, if you could get some complimentary football in the way what you're doing, and you can get your special teams ready to go and play. You look at it. All the extra points were hit by Cade York. He hit all of his field goals. And you talk about the punts, right? Talk about the punt. 55-yard average, downed inside the 10-yard line twice. So when you get in that kind of complimentary football, what happens is you force a team to take the ball and go 90 yards. And one of those drives, the defense was able to get a fumble on a quarterback sneak and run that in by Denzel Ward. Uh, you look at another time they're inside their 25-yard line. You get to tip, interception, pick to the house. So that's 14 points off those turnovers that you get. However, it's just not you got the turnovers. It's because you were able to play complimentary football and your special team set you up to get those. The Browns have also did one more thing. They ran the ball well. Uh, anytime we know what it is, we know what the stat is. If Chubb gets over 20 carries, you know what it is. The Browns are undefeated. And even if you do got Deshaun Watson back now, Chubb is still a very very important factor into keeping this game moving and to keeping this game close and also to make the Bengals be accountable where we don't, they can't pin their ears back with Hubbard and Hendrickson into into rushing uh, Deshaun Watson in, in the pocket. So I think running the ball will be key and complimentary football as well. Uh, your thoughts on how the Browns have been successful in the past and how did they replicate that, Jeff? Uh, well, I'm going to start just with this, though. Deshaun Watson did play the Houston Texans week 16 in the 2020 season. Uh, it, that game was in, if I remember correctly, Cincinnati, uh, 24-33, 337, three scores, ran for 60 yards. Um, granted, a lot of faces have changed in Cincinnati since that time. But, you know, Deshaun, and what was a very, very poor year for the Houston Texans, very similar to this year, um, They had a, he had a monster day. Um Deshaun Watson's going to have to play better than he did last week. Um, there's probably maybe two teams in the NFL. He can play like that, and you're going to get a win. And this is not one of them. The Browns are not going to see another one of those teams this year. He certainly is going to have to make some throws. But it's simple. What has been gone on, gone on over here where Joe Burrow has not beaten the Browns yet, and the Browns have beaten Joe Burrow four straight times. What the Browns excel at, running the football, and with Miles Garrett ruining your day. Ryan Miles Garrett continues to ruin the day 
for Joe Burrow every time he sees him. Um, it, you know, I was saying last night on the crossover episode with the Bengals guys, they think Jonah Williams is a pretty good left tackle. The problem is Jonah Williams, every time he sees Miles Garrett, it's over. It's just one guy he cannot handle. And Jonah Williams is not a pro bowler, a good player, but he just cannot handle Miles Garrett. Not a lot of people in his league obviously can. Something Miles always seems like it's just a little bit more geeked up, amped up to go against this team. Um, always, always makes plays. He is a constant cause and constant presence. Um, you know, and if you remember earlier, the earlier matchup, that was when Sonyoni Taki Taki really started to find his own. He was a monster that game. Rookie Isaiah Thomas was involved. You know, had a sack that game. Um, but you get up, then you run the ball like you do. And Cincinnati, it, it, it's crazy that Cincinnati has these issues. Because if anybody should know the Browns running game well, it should be a team that faces them twice a year. But every time, it kind of seems to be rinse, repeat. They cannot stop Nick Chubb, get the guards in the holes on the pole. Now they're taking out crucial would-be tacklers. You know, you got Wyatt Teller diving, knocking safeties 12 yards back. Joe Batonio manhandling linebackers. And the Browns running backs run for days. Then you start to tweak in your play action. You get up. And you're putting Cincinnati in obvious pass situations. Um, and the Browns have always responded by being able to tackle well, even if he's dumping it off. And if you remember last time, Joe Burrow was dumping the ball off a ton because it was to the point where he was losing faith in his offensive line. They didn't have Jamar Chase, but granted, the Browns didn't have Ward. So that is definitely going to up the case here. So if Chase is back, I'll take Ward back. If the Chase wants to sit out, I'll let them tell Ward sit out. That's for a matchup. I'll take that all day long. But you're going to have to continue. You know, if you're the Browns, it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Until Cincinnati shows you they can stop your running game, or until they can show you that they can take Miles Garrett out of way, you know, out of the game from being an overall top pass rusher in this league, because every time he faces the Bengals, he looks like one. So until I see it, I don't believe Cincinnati is capable of it. Does it thwart what Cincinnati is going to do for the rest of the season? Probably not. You know, there's enigmas in sports. Every now and then, there's just a team they got you number. You just don't match up well. They're just better than you in each and every time they play. And for Joe Burrow's time against the Browns, that has been the case. Um, could it change? Yeah, hopefully not. Um, will it change soon? Again, hopefully not. Joe Burrow's a talented player, um, but the Browns just seem to have that number. And, it, and it's been cr crucial for them. They get turnovers. They run the ball. They get after Joe. They get ahead. They put them in a difficult position. Uh, so you know, we're going to expect this. You know, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I want to see Deshaun in week two. Uh, you know, I know that the Browns see Cincinnati and they come to play week in, week out. It always seems like somebody go. You know, they up it up at a little bit of a notch to go ahead and play these Bengals teams. Well, it's always been a rivalry, but I think people want to view it as a rivalry of teams that are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, both teams, and this is the first time that I'll say that both teams have had a really, besides Boomer and uh, Bernie, this is the first time both teams have had really, really dynamic quarterbacks. Um, and then you throw Lamar Jackson in there. So, you, you know, this division has, to me, this division in the NFC uh, East is the, the division where, it's so many built-in rivalries. Like when you talk about, you know, the Browns really don't like none of these people. And I think one of the things the Bengals are starting not to like the Browns because we keep winning these football games. So um, this is one of the things where, where I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, it's going to be a good one. Hopefully uh, Deshaun Watson looks a little bit more like Deshaun Watson because if they want to win in Cincinnati the way the Bengals are playing, they're going to need that big time.
Cincinnati definitely is not a full secondary team. They're not great in the secondary. Awuzie is not going to play this week. Um, and we all know what Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper have done at this point. You factor in David Njoku, um, who did not play that Monday night game either. So keep in mind, David Njoku was not part of that game. So we got a lot of guys in this game. Because um, if you remember, that's when the Browns were running a lot of, you know, two and three tight ends and, you know, calling them tight ends. Uh, I mean, all extra offensive linemen and calling them tight ends in that game. So David back here, um, he's always had a nice career against Cincinnati Bengals as well. I will get, just continue to, uh, you know, put you guys out the greatest content we possibly can here. Um, just a little bit of shaky week, you know, obviously, you know, things go on. We had to make a little bit of alterations, but we're just doing all we can to give you guys the best Cleveland Browns coverage we possibly can. Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, uh, 92.3 The Fan. The barbershop is open every Saturday at 8 a.m. until noon. Other appearances to catch Garrett over there. Pre-game, post-game coverage for your Browns, your Buckeyes, your Guardians, your Cleveland Cavaliers. Make sure you're following at GBush91, myself, Jeff Lloyd, at uh, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, show itself at, uh, at Locked on Browns. Follow back account. Uh, we appreciate all of you who make Locked on Browns your first listen every single day, whether it is on your favorite podcast app, here on YouTube. Subscribe. Make sure you got the notifications on. Throw some likes on those episodes for us, guys. Just helps with promotion. And if you got the Roku app, go in, search Locked On Cleveland Sports. Again, you will find me and G here. You will find the Locked On Guardians, Locked On Cavs, and you will find G and the crew from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, big screen, big TVs. If you guys do it, you like it, man. Maybe you G will start to have to make up. G will keep his makeup on when he leaves the studio for y'all. So we get that beautiful, shiny face for you all here. Browns, Bengals week. It's always a fun one. Browns, you know, Will this season go on as far as, you know, having a chance? Can the Bengals snap the string? Things that we're all going to see. Again, uh, just trying to give you guys the best coverage we can here. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.